you know what you can do with your life Introduce it up your jacksy Welcome to Flip the Vibe, episode one. We are your hosts. I'm Noir of the Wave, and this is the podcast where we spent too much time wasting our lives watching TV and listening to the wisdom of rappers, and we're trying to make it useful in later life. Or oh, we're just gonna spend too much time together, piss off our girlfriends, yeah, talking I'm down about for all the time we wasted. Either <laughs> way, we're here. Yeah, man, we're here. So, um, yeah, man, obviously. I've seen your loads this week, but yeah. what's cracking, bro? What's what's new before we get into it? Well, actually, before we get into it, this episode is going to be on a piece of music. Um, so today we're going to look at how the strong by Mike Skinner and the streets changed our lives. Um, <laughs> released in July 2004 from the album A Grand Don't Come For Free, we're going to be looking at the song Empty Cans. Um, but yeah, before we get into it, well, go on, bro. Um, yeah, as you say, I'm sitting to the loads. I know. Trying to get this going. It's been two years in the making. <laughs> um, hopefully you've heard the trailer or whatever it is. Yeah, if you haven't heard the trailer, just stop and go back to... No, nah, actually, don't stop. Just keep yeah. listening. But episode double zero yeah, is but out. Other than that, I've been at work. Snooker's... Been... I sound like an old man, in it? But snooker's been on, so I've just been watching pure snooker. Pissing off my missus. What about you? Um, bruv, just like I'm going on holiday next week. Oh, yeah. I come back, I'm on the training course for two weeks. And then it's my youth's birthday at the end of the training course. So I've been trying to get holiday clothes in, flipping, trying to work it all out, all that crap. And then dealing with my youth's birthday and that party bags, bruv, flipping. I brought her like a little baby born in it because she's an imaginative kid. And that's like one of them babies that cries yeah. and pisses itself and all that shit. So Sick. if you can do it with them fucking dolls that don't do shit, you get me. This one all should be all right. For Sounds it. like one of them, you know, the American films. They yeah, give yeah. you a project and they record everything. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, shit. I should put a little nanny camera recorder <laughs> in there. Should be Send it to her mum's house. <laughs> <laughs> Flipping. Um, but yeah, other than that, just trying you to get this cracking. Tunes. I listened to like half of that Avelino album. The half I listened to was alright. Yeah. But I ain't really been back to it, but... Nah, I've been... um, I listened to the first two tracks off that when I was going to work a couple of weeks ago, but it didn't grab me, grab me. So yeah. it's, it's on the list now, isn't it? It's not like a, an obsession. Uh, Rich 2 produced it, isn't it? He's yeah. an exclusive producer. Shit, that's probably alright then. And he's still saying Jungfire or Flame. Surely they're both a bit old now. Yeah, trust me. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, man. And yeah, just be flipping. I don't know. There's not even. I can't even say I've been watching anything. I'm waiting for yeah. May the Fourth, innit? What's going on then? Uh, that was it was some of the Star Wars shit will come out then. Oh, Do they release on that day? Uh, Star Wars Visions does. Yeah. Yeah, that's not like a vibe. What's flip. that? I'm some just comic like What? Is that some comic or is that Division? Uh, I made it's it sound like anywhere. Star Wars Visions. Oh. It's you know oh. them um, the animated one I done a yeah, bit ago yeah. with that samurai one. Oh yeah, yeah. It's another it's volume two from that. So that should I be kind of. I 
Bro, you tried to get me into them cartoon Star Wars, and it what? Uh, listen, yeah, you need to go speak to P. It. P will tell you straight, man. My man's on it. Yeah. Yeah. It's on Did you it. get him into it? Yeah, of course. <laughs> got him into everything. I put him on a demon slayer the other day, come around yeah, to my yard. I was like, that. Yeah, watch this, watch this. Sure, I went back to his house, like, yeah, I'm on episode six. What's going on? I went up to his house the other day, Friday, and it my girl went out. So I was like, Yeah, go chill with P and just banging it in it. Like he just what, got up to the, it out. smashing it out. He got up to the first episode of the Mugen train. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. What yeah. in like two days? A week, isn't it? Uh, Considering it's got three kids, though. Yeah, true. That's all job. right. Three kids and a job. Three kids and a job, you get me. But yeah. But that's about it, man. There's not really much going on. Yeah. <coughs> Just, yeah, TV, like I said. I've still got to watch... Uh, oh, what is it? Mandalorian season three. I ain't seen that. Mm. Uh, something else. Yeah, watched... Uh, oh, why do I always forget shit? We're quitting this show. <laughs> Alright, let me take over. Tell you what I did watch. Uh the new season of How I Met Your Father. Oh, is it any good? Do you know what I've realised, yeah? I kinda like it's for the next generation, obviously, yeah. innit? But then the bit when the old the old heads come in, like they had Robin in season really? one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So when when's it set? It's set like Same time. After after oh. How I Met Your Mother, because these guys are living in the flat, innit? Above um McLaren's. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The guys in it live there in the in the apartment. All I know is uh, Hillary Duff is is one yeah. of the. It works. Yeah. It works. Not on the same level. It don't. I don't deep every episode, but the one when she sat down with, well, spoiler alert. Yeah, she's got a little sit down with Barney in it and talks yeah. about absent fathers and that. That one touched me a little bit still. No, right. I can't like, even watch How I Met Your Mother anymore, man. Because the ending. The ending, <laughs> and it's like. I don't know, man. That body's a bit cringy, you know, isn't it? Well, do you know what? Let's kind of, um, while we're just banging on about a show we love, let's just kind of, before we get into it, into it, list off some of the shows we love, some of the tunes of the artists we love. Um, One for one, I'll go start with TV shows. Well, start with the one that joined yeah. us. Go on and you. Scrubs. Scrubs, scrubs, scrubs all day. Um, I think in general, just like getting through life, getting through challenges. Scrubs is the one for that couple of lessons. Yeah. Um, but the friendship stuff, the friendship stuff was like... Yeah, that's what... Because uh, them two love each other. Like, when we were kids, you couldn't, lo- you couldn't love another bloke, in it. So yeah, trust me. It was all right, innit? Because Turk and JD were, like, eagling each other. Yeah, it sounds mad, but I don't think me and you would be friends like we were yeah. if we didn't have, like, their friendship as an example. Case in point... We didn't even really get serious on our own podcast until we heard them doing their podcast. And just the <laughs> friendship, just the friendship on the podcast was enough to just keep me hooked in it. So yeah. I thought that was, yeah. So and because they're like best mates in real life, it's even yeah. better in it. Like. <clears throat> exactly. Um, so my show is going to be How I Met Your Mother. I think that was the, the next one for us. Like it's what, being single, being in a relationship, being like, over 25 and trying to sort stuff out like getting jobs stop being a bomb flipping having a family getting married all that shit i think that was the show that kind of just kept us i don't know yeah because we were both like single then not single so we'd be like yo you're ted now you're ted now and then, and then you're then Barney now. Like, you're Ted. <laughs> and we're like, we want to both be Barney at the same time. Yeah, really, man. Both wanted to be Ted still. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
But yeah, um, I don't know what's another show, D. For me, you don't like it, but I love Peep Show. Peep, like, yeah, Peep Show never really got yeah, me like that. My like, ex love Peep Show. Like the cringing. You hate cringiness in it. Really. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah, just yeah. pure cringe. Yeah, but it's a sick um, show. Like, they've got yeah. some. And it's so, like, English and dry. Like, they do a joke about a boiler, and he has to turn the boiler on because he's cold. Man turns it full blast because he thinks it'll make the boiler work harder. But the clever one, uh, the Mitchell geezer, he's, he's like giving him a lecture how boilers work. Sounds boring as fuck, but it's funny. Yeah. I just have to say that into it, man. If you ever get Tom on here, he's, he <coughs> man, loves it. it. Yeah, loves it. I think um, in general, like TV, the thing that pulled it together for me was when we was listening to the... Um, What's it called? Fake Doctor's Real Friends, the Scrubs yeah. podcast. When um the guy that plays Doctor Crux, um, what's John his name? John C. McGinley. John C. McGinley. Yeah, when he goes, um, ah, oh, he believes as far as acting goes, as far as any show goes, like the camera is like a bullshit detector, and their job is not to get detected for no bullshit yeah. to like live in that role and embody that person. And I think I don't know if an actor can do that, or you find a show where that's what's going on. Like, you're not watching a character. Well, you're watching a character, you're not watching an actor, yeah. you get me? And you can make them as real as you want, sort of thing. Like, before, like, when you go through shit and that when you were younger, I used to just devour the box sets and just, like, <laughs> live in that world, and it? Yeah, comfort watching, innit? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. But then, on the flip side, I put it on when I'm happy as well, so... Yeah, yeah, Sh- when I'm gassed and Siobhan's that. always like, why you keep watching this? I'm like, it just makes you feel good, in it? Same here, like the like the Ted thing you were saying, in it. Like I think in the um, in the little trailer, the teaser episode, just talking about how like after I had my epiphany, you went home to watch the yeah. epiphany episode. Epiphany after like I <clears throat> left my situation, moved out with my ba- moved out of my baby's mom's place, and like got back to my mom's and that had my PlayStation. Was it, yeah, I had a PlayStation and yeah. had my PS4 in the bedroom in my old bedroom where like when I was there when I was eighteen and that. I'm like shit. <laughs> I'm back here again. How many your mother then, isn't it? <laughs> I swear I swallowed a whole season in about yeah. three weeks. Lockdown as well. I was battering it. Oh yeah, it was lockdown, wasn't mm-hmm. it? That's what I mean, obviously we'll get into it, but obviously my whole like my whole change in perspective, which I turned into a change in like, I don't know, my life, was like I made a playlist, I made a playlist of songs that I just couldn't get out. Not just couldn't get out of my head, but songs that I felt like they were speaking to me in it. Like, the main one, obviously, I don't know if I've ever told you this, but there's a tune with Ross, and it's, I think her name's Kia Mane, and it's uh, called, oh, what's it called, Young Hearts. I think you played it, me, and I was like, this is just a normal tune, and you was like, nah, 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 deep, nah, nah. deep. <laughs> yeah, because you're like, in a normal relationship, that's why. Right <laughs> but yeah, so, but then even that, like, just little tunes, like, um, it started with Shaka Man Down. Right. And like, when you look at, when I was looking at my situation, I was like, yeah. oh yeah, I met this girl and it was like man down from the start, innit? Yeah. And like, I just kind of, not I just went with it and that, but it made me look at things and made me look at decisions I'd made in a way that I didn't want to look at them before. Oh, I've got a story about Shaka. I, I like really got into Shaka and like me and Siobhan were not into the same music, but she got into him yeah. and I was like, yeah, we'll go see Shaka and then you had to sign up for this thing. But... He was doing something where you could see, like, who was going to go there. And he was doing something on Instagram where he was posting it. They looked like 
14, 15 year old girls. I said to Siobhan, nah, we can't go here, man. So I cancelled it. I was like, nah, can't be the oldest. OAPs in a village and that. Looking like some pedo geezer. (laughs) Oh, shit. Nah, man. That's crazy. But yeah, man. So TV, hugely influential. Um, Those are just one or two shows that we've come across loads of little things. The big one. Yeah, music's the big one. For me, it's number one, isn't it? What? What about you? Musical. Um, I don't mean making it, just like listening yeah, and like watching. What? I don't know, you know, like... Music... <sighs> TV. Really? It's TV, yeah. I don't know, man. Like, me and music have got a weird relationship anyway, you get me? I get too emotional with music, you get me? Whereas yeah, a TV show, it's like I'm just looking at a character, you get me? Like, if, if, a, if, I, if a tune resonates with me too much, it's like I start getting too introspective. Yeah, but that's that's what I look like. I play it and I'm like, this means everything at this point in time. Yeah. And then other people that just play it and don't listen pisses me off. <laughs> like when Miss Pikachu's for the wedding, Siobhan was like, bam, bam, bam. I was like, yeah, but what does it mean? It don't mean that. And she's like, yo. People just need to dance. <laughs> yeah, we take yeah. it, dude. That's what I'm saying, or that's what I'm like. And if I could just dance the music, then that would be my yeah. main thing. But like, I don't know. I, I overthink music. I don't overthink TV. I yeah. don't think. But yeah, and then yeah, I guess so. As far as music, so go one for one again. Um, I'll start. I mean, for me, for real, from young, number one teacher in the music. As far as my background, Kane Obrov. Yeah, I'd probably agree. Yeah, like I think Kano really, it might have just been the times, but Kano's lyrics got me thinking, like even like the tunes he done with the streets, even like, I don't know, I guess you could call them road man love tunes, you get me, like yeah. Brown Eyes, Night Night, flipping Actually, this is the girl that I want. I'd say for me, the streets first, mm. then probably, yeah, Kano. But the first album of the streets, is like, he got my life, put it on track and then made it sound a bit better than it was. Mm. Like, meet me at the gate to eight. That's just like, bro, the masterpiece, isn't it? Ma- bro, <clears throat> the amount of, amount of gal and it was too late. I yeah. left too late. I didn't know that it was over till it was too late. But yeah, bro, I've done that too many times. Even asked him, bro, if that was like, we both said, oh, that's your song, <laughs> that is. <laughs> Bad. But, um, yeah, so, what my one's Kano. I guess you're saying yours is the streets. Yeah, I'd say Mike. Big Mike. Yeah. And not Stormzy. Yeah. <laughs> uh, do you know what? I'd say, like, in general, not like the whole of the grime scene, like every single artist, but like just grime in general, like it was, it is sort of, I don't know, like, maybe it's because like grime evolved from jungle in it and my mum was a jungleist, so it's like it was similar in a way. But I think, I don't know, it's similar to like our background when we walked out of our door. It's like we weren't, we weren't in Mike Skinner's music, yeah. we was in grime music, you know what I mean? Like, it don't matter what colour you are, if you come from a certain area, it's grime, you get me? If you come from other areas, it's yeah, a bit I was more in, streets. I was in a Mike Skinner video, anywhere I came from. Yeah, I don't Just know. You see what though, your man. mentality was yeah. more like... Not like you wanted to be like black or nothing like that, but it's like you you, you associated with them things and episode that. one and you calling me <laughs> out. <like that. laughs> now obviously we've spoken about this in it, and I'll probably say it. I'd say it again. Me and my dad, my dad says it to me all the time. He's like, ah, oh, 
Dwayne not must know what it's like to be black, but it's like some people are like, yeah. like bro, like you only got like or disabled people only got access to all spaces in what year? I can't, I don't like two thousand something. Yeah, something like two thousand and three or something. Yeah, before when I was then. going to secondary school, I had to like my mum had to go to court and that to get me into a mainstream school. They wanted me to. Like, my brother went to a school and they were like, yeah, you can come, but you'll have to stay in your own room on the ground floor. And, like, it sounds mad now, isn't it? Mm. But back in the day, that was normal. Yeah. But, yeah, so flipping, um, I think my thing is that, oh, I've always said that because, like, you faced, not like, oh, everyone faces, everyone faces discrimination, yeah. you get me, but in the environment, you get me, I guess when you grew up in it, there weren't no one really treated like you, you know what I mean? No, but uh, my mum, like, she just treated me normal, made me do shit. Like, don't get me wrong, I'm lazy. <laughs> but she made me do shit, made me, like, go out. Like, kids playing out, and it just made me Ooh. go out. Just hanging around. So it was, like... But sometimes I think I was just obsessed with being normal in it, where mm. I should have probably ask for a bit more help and that but that comes with age and it yeah 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 maybe it's like i say in it i think it's just like <clears throat> this this is gonna sound kind of bad in it it's like you can be cool or not in it and the cool kids yeah, cool kids like yeah. listen to hip-hop and grime in it like the way i got through through not being bullied and that was being loud cheeky like i was sick with them your mum this is and that in it and just <laughs> I knew all this. I was the tune guy, so yeah, just yeah, put yeah. on everyone music. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, yeah, I think grime definitely played like a big part in like who who we both are in it. Yeah, definitely like the sound. But when I was younger, like school days, it's more for me American hip hop in it. Like, yeah, I like I don't know because I had um, Shin used to run the tapes in it. I don't know yeah. how we got them, but we used to run tapes from London. And like one man will get a tape, you fucking do the record. Back when tapes were still running, innit? Yeah. That's how I used to get my grind, like 12, 13. See, my boy was the same, but used to get the Mad American mixtapes. Yeah, and I was yeah, like, yeah. how the hell you got this? DJ Clue. Yeah, like uh, Green Lantern and all that shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, so I, yeah, I think, yeah, obviously in the UK, obviously hip hop got a big got a big influence but I think when grime came through because I always was a bit like ah oh, even with UK rappers they used to piss me off when they had an American accent so yeah. when I listened to American rap it was like alright oh, alright but then when it was grime them man are talking about like they're talking in our lingo talking in the slang that's on road and that you get me it just seemed a bit more like the grime scene maybe grow up a little bit I was like oh yeah man can be a man out here still um, and then outside of just the whole genre artists like well, we're just obviously I know the ones are gonna say so. J J Cole, yeah. Kendrick, um, Outcasts. Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah, Fuji's or the Paris. I don't know about shit right it, now. Don't know me? about that one. Yeah. And there's one, there's one big one. Kanye man. Yeah, yeah, He's yeah. Done. Like, you see not what? now, but I just because someone was texting me the other day of all the mad shit he's doing, I was just like. Don't tell me. I, I need to just love the music yeah. and ignore the naziness. But I know that's <laughs> impossible, isn't it? So, I don't know, man. Yo, you can't, you can't, can't, I don't know. 
you see what my thing is this ain't even real this is just what i say in my head but yo if i'm pirating their music then they ain't getting paid yeah, so it don't yeah. matter what i do yeah but <laughs> would you pirate r kelly would you still bang r kelly Bounce, yeah. bounce, bounce, <laughs> bounce, 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 bounce. Yeah. The... Nah, nah, nah. I don't know. I, yeah, I've listened to R. Kelly's music. It's like the whole thing is supporting an artist, I... and I ain't like giving him streams if I download him. I ain't giving him money if I download I swear, him. Did we, when we went out last for my birthday, did they play R. Kelly? I bet they did, you yeah, know. Yeah, I swear they did. It might not have been really my, I remember show, my but... brother coming over going, Everyone dancing to a penis. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. I need to listen to his new album still. <laughs> what has he got one? The one from prison where he's like, yeah, I did it. So what if I did it? But oh. what if he did it? And he did it. It's like, what the fuck are you talking? Did you just admit? Man, dry, dry, dry snitching from prison, bruv. It's like OJ. He wrote a book about how he would kill her if he killed her. <laughs> and Mad people boy that shit. But yeah, yeah but, um, Cole, but you see what Kanye, I don't know if I was just that guy, but after the first album, I kind of fell off Kanye. Second album, nah, there was like one nah. or two tunes. But man, who's got one of the best discoveries like the first five albums? Mm. I remember when Jesus come out, because I remember everyone was at my birthday for that barbecue, my yeah. cousin was there as well, and everyone was like talking about all the songs. I'm like, yeah. I fucking hate Kanye. Nah, I was one of these. He's above his, he's before his time. This is, <laughs> this is, I was lost in the sauce, but I do love it. But the best one, that beautiful, twisted. Dark fantasy. Yeah, right, that one. Well, that is probably one of my top three albums. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I love it. If he weren't racist, then like, I'd probably get a tattoo of it. <laughs> but uh, I've learned a lesson from someone else. Someone I know loves wrestling and he's Asian. Yeah. And he got the Hulk Hogan tattooed on him. About 10 years later, came out as the biggest racist in, <laughs> And now he's just walking around with Hulk Hogan too. Nah, that's peak. And someone else I know has got R. Kelly lyrics on their nah. wrists. Yeah, so. I'm not, cause I'm, Need to I'm, remix them lyrics. it? Fucking hell. But yeah, man. So, I guess, yeah. So. Obviously, the podcast is about, I don't know, the podcast is about too much shit. It's about being lazy and not wanting to go to therapy, but having problems. It's about trying to connect with my boy, have a hobby where I can just link up with him regularly and possibly make some change at some point. Uh, and it's about changes of perspective, um, trying to see trying to see a new ways that might not be sort of, uh, what's the best way to put this, diagetic to your environment. They don't big word. <laughs> big word. Thinking in ways that you wouldn't normally think for the places you come from, and yeah, TV and music are really good for that. So case in point, um, I need to stop saying fucking case in point. <laughs> so getting onto the main bulk of the episode, uh, the song "Empty Cans." For me, for both of us, I guess it's a mad tune. Um, if you've never heard of it before, go and have a listen. Um, this is the moment that you pause it. Let me just. And you're back. Uh, hopefully you paused it then. You saw the cue. I was cueing you up. Hopefully you understood. I weren't just chatting shit. Um, yeah. It's a bad tune. Um, the main thing or the real reason we wanted to look at it today is it kind of... It's a tale of two stories. It's the same situation. Two different perspectives and it's outcome. A, it's a song that flips the vibe. Yeah. Basically, literally <laughs> so flips the vibe with one, with one note. Um... I mean, shit. 
I just need to make a disclaimer first. Go on. We're talking to two brummies about Mike Skinner, so we might be biased. A little bit biased, yeah. <laughs> just a little bit. He's basically Jesus in Birmingham. Yeah, man, royalty out here. Do you know what? I don't even know if he... Yeah, he is. I've never been to a Skinner yeah, show. Can you say that? Yeah, can I was I... about to say. Nah, because like, when you walk around day to day, people don't like... There's no statues. There's no morals of Mike Skinner in Birmingham. You get me? Maybe there should there's be. a statue in my mind. <laughs> but yeah. Um, so this tune, it's... The tune's set at the end of the album. Um, if you listen to the whole album, it's a story of... A man who loses some money. Yeah, <laughs> give him, put some sauce on it. <laughs> Go he on, sauce it, sauce money, it. He meets a girl, he falls in love, goes to Magaluf. Magaluf, is it? Something goes like that. Somewhere like that. Uh, his boy kisses his girl. And more. He gets angry. Takes nah, nah, not he gets angry. He works it out because so- someone left some evidence at his girl's yard or something Fucking like that. Fucking phones, man. Fucking phones, man. Now nah, it was a cult. Oh, yeah. The phones was in the club, innit? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Go on, source it. So, yeah, so then he gets angry uh, and tells the TV woman to fuck off. <laughs> nah, you're going too far now. Okay. Yeah, so, he's, um, so yeah, he finds out that flipping his girl's been smashing his mate. His other mates knew, tried to stay out of it. It's all come out. And this song starts with him in his house drinking super tenants on his own. And no one's going to tell him shit. Drink super tenants in a day, I will. No one's going to fucking tell me, Jack. But can you rely on anyone in this world? No, you can't. It's not my fault. There's water, wall empty cans. Yeah. Or is it Jack? And um, Jack. a bit of foil. Stained, stained foil. Um, I guess... The main thing is, I mean, the first thing that I wanted to say or the first thing that kind of struck me is, yo, like I've had some bad days, but I've never had it so bad that there's foil on the floor. Like (laughs) I don't, I know in some places, yeah, like not even to like, just to be open to everything. Like I say, different perspectives. Yeah. You can go to some areas in the country and like doing heroin and that's like a a, a Wednesday afternoon activity. What areas are these? I mean... I don't know, bro. I don't know, but there are places where people move like that. It's like even in America as well. It's like when you watch all these drug programs. It's like, oh yeah, I used to smoke a little bit of weed, and then I got an oxy, and now I'm a heroin addict. There's a lot of methods in America. But yeah, just even the fact of like people going onto hard, hard drugs as like a way to cope with the life and that or madness. I seen alcoholics. I know people that smoke weed, but that heroin thing caught me off still. I was like, to me, that's straight coming yeah. from ends and that that straight like baghead thing. Like I didn't, I didn't think, think like, people could do heroin and not be like on the streets, on the streets. You get me? Yeah, but this our age, isn't it? Like, yeah. our generation, we done nothing, yeah. not even pills. Then mm. it got acceptable to do pills. Mm. Now coke is the thing, yeah. isn't it? And Molly, and got, synthetics, yeah. all that shit that come out while we was growing up. Little Wayne, popular. <laughs> yeah, all that, all that flipping, the, the flipping, the mashup rapper. But um, yeah, yeah, that that was the first thing for me. Like, just imagine opening a song. Yo, if I want to fucking get drunk in my front room, no one ain't gonna tell me yeah. shit. There's foil on the floor, yeah, and it's everybody's fault. And I think that's where you start, and it. So he's in this situation. All this stuff's happened to him, and it's it's a song of him talking about it. 
And it starts off with him just not in a good mood. He's aggy. He's he's been betrayed. He's been attacked. Like it's peak for him. Yeah, but ignore the foil bit. We've all been there in it. Like yeah, yo, yeah, yeah. I'm pissed off. I'm just gonna. For me, it was like if I want to sit in my room yeah, and play PlayStation yeah. all day, I if will. I'm, no one's gonna tell boxes, me jack. Sit in my boxes. Playing PlayStation, eating a cheesecake. You're telling me wait, shit. wait, where the fuck did the cheesecake come from? Batman deserting it. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, I think we've all kind of been there, and that it is relatable, isn't it? Um, I don't know. I just but think for the way me, the first thing that hit me, you know, me. Ah, oh, low battery on the headphones. Yeah, yo, wait. See how long that lasts. Should have charged on Yeah, for me, the first thing. The storytelling, it blew mm. my mind when I first heard it. And then, like, obviously I'm skipping ahead a bit, but the first time I heard that big rewind, mm-hmm. then it kicks off again. After I looked at my bloody mini display, because I thought it was broke, I thought it was on repeat. And then the piano sets the tone, and it gets lighter. And I was like, yo, what's going on here? Yeah, trust me, it's a quick, it's a mad switch. Like... Obviously, the song starts, I think the mad thing is, after you listen to that album, you're kind of with him, you get me, you're like, yeah, fuck that, all your mates have stabbed you in the back, they're new and they never flipping told you, flipping, he's, he's not trusting anyone, like, it's, <clears throat> along, the, along the album, his TV's broken and like, at the end, at this bit he's trying to get in the song, he's talking about getting uh, the TV fixed, and obviously like, I mean, this is everybody and you're in a bad mood, things are going to go a bit funny sometimes. But this whole scene with the TV repairman, oh, I mean, yeah, you got to think right yeah. Before he even talks about the TV repairman, he's talking about how yeah. little he trusts anybody in his life. How the fuck, what kind of chances this yeah. stranger have of like having an okay interaction well, with well, him? That's, that's me, that is. As soon as I get a workman in the house, I'm staring at him like, yo, you're trying to rip me off. <laughs> and I'm like hanging off every word he says, writing down the prices in case I have to switch it up. Oh shit! But uh, yeah, just like when you're in a state of paranoia, you believe everything you think, and the first half is him believing everything he, he thinks, thinks, yeah, yeah, and not listening to anyone, and just like losing everything, including a thousand pounds. Yeah. So and it also made me feel old because. Are you losing a grand down the back of the telly? I oh, know, bro. What kind of telly you can do telly. that with anymore? Yeah. <laughs> Imagine trying to put those tellies on the wall. <laughs> Fuck you, know. But yeah, I think, um, like you say, the mistrust and all that kind of thing. Um, do you know what I noticed listening to it back? Have you ever noticed there's like a, st- a storm in the background in the first part? Yeah. I'd rather to listen to it today is the first time I really, really clocked it. And there's a bit where the piano like goes down the scales <laughs> and it, yeah sounds horrorish and that's where it all starts to go wrong and yeah, so, yeah yeah and yeah. then the storm kicks in and it's like it's atmosphere in it all shit yeah 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 and then as soon as um it goes to the flips it and that one piano key that one it just makes it sound brighter yeah, yeah, in it yeah. the storms the yeah. storms cleared and he starts listening to people nah exactly it's um like your first half, oh, before we even get to the whole rewind, bro, the fight. I'll his face with my hand, so he brings his fist up and tracks me a good one on my cheek. 
And I'm trying to pull his head down so I can knee it, but he's got my ear. He's twisting it round so much it's really hurting me. And we both go down on right, the world's so funny. dumbest so fight funny. scene, but it's also kind of realistic, yeah. isn't it? And, it? and it's really hurting <laughs> me. <laughs> <laughs> nah, it's a joke. So obviously he gets into, he thinks the TV repairman's trying to like, trying to uh, rob him, saying, oh, there's a problem. Come and have a look at this. He's like, nah, I'm not having it. You're fucking trying to like, like, like D when he's got a workman in his house you're trying to get extra money <laughs> off me he's flipping you know started getting wise at the mouth my man's taken on bridge he's not happy with the way he speak to me and doing it respectfully turns into a fight the fight's fucking stupid man oh, it's, 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 it's basically yeah. like it's not even like you know nowadays like if you saw that fight on the internet you'd be pissed yeah. off you'd be like why did I sit down and sit to watch this fight it's that fight when you grab someone and you just both wrestle each other yeah. to the floor, isn't it? This is what fights, as soon as yeah. this is what grappling used to look like before and flipping jiu jitsu and MMA before and that. Before UFC. <laughs> yeah, before UFC. No one got hurt. When people started grappling, that's when you turned <laughs> off the fight. Um, but yeah, man, he's grabbing his ear, it's really, really hurting him. He runs out of the house. You see what? I'm terrible when I'm in a shitty mood and this true like it made me realise it as well. When I'm in a shitty mood and someone's shouting at me, if you're talking to me, I might listen to you. Bro, you're shouting at me. I don't give a fuck what you said. I'm not even listening. I'm taking yeah. one word out of your sentence and I'm throwing it back. Oh, mate, I had a lovely day. Thank you very much. You fucking day shit, bro. <laughs> yeah, cunt. Like, seriously, like, when I'm in a bad, bad mood, there ain't no, like, don't shout nothing at me. Honestly, my daughter as well. Yeah. If I'm in a bad mood and she shouts, I'm like, who are you talking to? Who, who, who do you think opposite. you're talking to like that? I'm more calculated. So if me and you are running and I was pissed off, I'll be like not listening to what you're saying and trying to imagine what you're saying so I can think of a reply and then when you don't say what I think you're going to say it gets me vexed and I just end up going shut the fuck up (laughs) exactly so we get to this point at the end where the TV man's run off so this is what it is the first part of the song before we get to that bit if one of your boys kissed your girl or well more and then (laughs) All your boys knew. Are you forgiving him like he did? Because I'm not. What? So you're saying what if 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 a mutual slept with your missus? Yeah. And, and you I knew. knew you it's over me for me and you. you. Don't you think it is? I don't you know. Time that. I don't know. I really don't like. Well, we gotta do a parlay. What, right? We gotta do a parlay with the three of us. Me, you, and Nah, nah. Whoever, 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 whoever crossed the line, safe in it. Like, that's dead, you get me? Like, I don't want them to be my friend either, car. Man's crossing lines anywhere, you get me? I might be like, yeah, cool, I know you holler at me, but we're not going to hang around every weekend anymore because you just fucked our best mate's girl, innit? Yeah. But we'll get into that. We'll get into that a bit more in the second half of the song. Why are you telling me, though? You got to tell me. Bruv, I'm not him. You you ain't Mike. You know you would (laughs) have known. You know you would have known. See what happened back in the day. I'm getting pissed off at you, though. Nah, listen, I've been been in in a... similar situation so i was kind of dating this girl the one that i used to the, the one that made me think of the first album yeah. <laughs> and i weren't i wasn't a good i weren't a nah do you know what i was a boyfriend at like 18 years old these times so the last the last girl i claimed as my girl before i just realized i weren't adult enough for these situations these situations and um obviously i used to like when i say like Say if I'm like with a man then writing bars and she's ringing me, I'm meant to link her. I'm like, oh yeah, um, I'm busy, I'm busy, sorry. And she's finished work thinking I'm going to link her after work. She's working in town, like just go home in it. In my mind, I'm like, it don't matter. You didn't have to go anywhere. You just left out of work and now you've got to go home without me instead of going to mine or whatever. So flipping, um, 
But me and her kind of stopped things and it deaded things. And then couple man, bro, couple man. B, B, holler me. He's like, yo, I seen your boy. This is one. I used to go to school with this guy, innit? Me yeah. and him were like best friends. You see how like Chin and AC are best friends from school. Yeah. Like this is my best friend in school, innit? So flipping. Man are like, yo, he's, he's dated your girl and that. I'm like, huh? And then flipping, the next man's told me, yeah, he's, he's been around with your girl. Like, yeah. Then I saw one of his boys and obviously we know each other's friends. So I seen one of the mutuals. He's like, yeah, yeah, but it's a dead thing. She's like making him take her to Nando's and wear shoes and trousers and that. Because <laughs> I wouldn't dress nice. I wouldn't get out of a tracksuit, innit? Just trying to make you jealous. But like you're saying it, people told me. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, I guess that's one thing. Obviously, all this happened after the Streets album, after yeah. I heard the Streets album for the first time. But maybe that just changed the way people moved anyway. But probably because I've listened to this album, I tell you, you get me, I wouldn't let it get that far of like, ah, oh, I'm in, the, I'm a middleman now or I'm implicated. Nah, nah, you can't move like that at all. Would you speak to the person first? Like, what the fuck are you doing? Or would you just ring me straight away? Or does it depend who it is? Um, my thing, in my head, I've always had this if I caught anybody cheating. So, like, if I saw your missus out with someone, I'd be like, boom. When I get home at the end of the day, I'm going to text your man. I'm going to tell him what I've seen. This is your chance to tell them. Yeah. That's it, isn't it? I think that's fair, don't you? Yeah, that's fair. That's all right, isn't it? Like, boom, I've caught your missus doing something dodgy. This is your time, isn't it? Whatever. Maybe seek it. But then the only thing is I could turn it on you, innit? But I know, say, if your wife said, oh, I'm trying to ruin your life, you wouldn't be like, yeah, it is. I'm going to believe that, <laughs> dude. Like, you'd be like, what the fuck? Why does my man care about our relationship for? But yeah. Um, like I say, you get through the first half and the first half is basically you're in a shitty situation, you're in a shitty mood and you deal with it with negativity. But like you say, halfway through the song, everything just rewinds. It is like you're starting fresh. You go all the way to the back of the song and it starts pretty much exactly the same. The only differences are one note in like the piano bit. And like... That's the best part of the tune for me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And at the start of it, it's super tenants. Da, da, da. It's not my fault. Not my fault. There's wall-to-wall empty cans. Second part, it's all his fault. There's wall-to-wall empty cans. And it's like, I don't know, man just engages with his emotions a little bit better. I feel like it's it's all about feeling because you're set. Remember you said, ah, oh, he's thinking this. I feel like yeah. he's feeling this. You get me? He's feeling ev- like, you know, when you say, ah, oh, your thoughts, you go away with your thoughts and that you believe everything, can it? It's more like your feelings that like trick you, innit? And I think he's just accepting that shit has happened, but only he can change it because yeah. the chorus. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. The end I've of- written it down. I've written it down. And these are the bits what it's, um, Something he did not want to end. I'm not doing it for word for word. Something I did not want to end. Beginning of hard times to come. But these are the bits that I pulled out. Some, so it's acknowledged, yeah. It's something he did not want to end. Yeah, the end of something I did not want to end. Yeah, uh, the, the beginning the start, of hard times yeah, to come. So he knows what, it's going to be a little so bit of a rough thing. He's at the start of a shitty journey, but... He's accepted. He's yeah, he's accepted that what not meant to be is done in it. Like obviously, if they was meant to be together, if she was gonna be his wife mm. in the way you thought it was, then yeah, 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 that's gonna go forward like that. But obviously, he's accepted, and this is a start of what was. That's the bit that confuses me. Like, what do you mean the start of what was? Because like being in a situation myself and like having to see that it was, of the end of something I didn't want to end. 
you get me the beginning of hard times to come like a new challenge whatever da, 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 da. but then when i say start of what was it's like for me i had to go back to where i was before world of madness in it yeah but I, I, and start if again he believes from in determinism it was always gonna happen so it's a start of what was gonna happen yeah yeah start of yeah. what was yeah. ah yeah yeah so yeah. this is always gonna happen i don't know why there's different yeah. ways to look at that yeah. and i don't that's what when i listen to it like if you're in a toxic relationship, it's always going to end in it. So mm. it's when's it going to end? And yeah, I just yeah. think he knew it was going to end. And fucking, he just accepted it and said, Star, what was going to happen anyway? Yeah. So, yeah, it started with a different, like I say, the song, the tune changes, one tone, one note changes, and it just changes the feel of the whole song. Um, so like rather than him just hating everybody and feeling like everyone was like against him, he's like, ah, oh. you know, he spoke to his mate and the way that he said he wanted to stay out of it, it kind of, it tracks on it. So he let that mate round and instead of having some stranger that he was in his environment when he's Fighting. on a flipping fight, when, he's, when he wants to fight someone, because that's it, he wanted to fight somebody, yeah. didn't he? So obviously you don't want to fight someone. He's brought his friend round and I don't know, I guess like, again, this is about the podcast, isn't it? Like instead of like, dealing with it on his own he, he had his mate around uh, you get me if you want to make it personal to you the first time i knew you was gonna leave your ex you text me like boot up the playstation yeah. i thought we was gonna just play and then you was like yo i'm leaving and you've obviously said it before but this one your tone of voice and yeah how serious she was i just knew that was the end and mm. Well, I don't know. I guess it's like flipping empty cans in it. I've been living the first half of the flipping song in it. And I was just like, do you know what? I need to do something different. Like, I ain't going to change this person I'm living with. I'm not going to change my situation. Well, I can, but yeah. it weren't going to happen there, innit? <clears throat> so, and um, this is this is something, obviously, you've touched on it earlier, but I don't know, man. Like, that geezer, like you said, obviously, how would you, like, would I tell you if I saw something here? Imagine, like, I've never been in that position, like, being the geezer, like, imagine how fucked up it was for his bridging. Like, if if anyone in my friendship group put me in a position of, like, ah, oh, having to know something that ain't meant to happen, like, knowing that someone's cheated on someone else and that, it's like, bro, are you really my boy? Yeah, but how close are these boys? Because, like, everyone knows the rules, in it? Like, yeah, yeah, how yeah. close are you going to be? Well, you see what, I guess it's one of them things you find out who your real friends are, innit? Yeah, yeah. Like, can I, not is... like it can happen to anyone, it's it's happened nah, to everybody, innit? Yeah, it could happen to anyone. I don't know, man. Law is a big thing for me. Mm. And that's what was me up about this tune. Just tell him. Yeah. <laughs> I've never known that, you know. That would be a short album. Yeah. Man. Short song, innit? Yeah. <laughs> short album, but that ended halfway go, through. And I told <laughs> His mate pissed him off. He called the TV man in flipping episode two. He didn't go on holiday. It's like taken. I've took your uh took your daughter, bring her back. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> End of the film. John Wick, I killed your dog, sorry. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but Have nah. you seen the new John Wick? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've seen uh, it you, oh, you've seen it now, ain't yeah, you? Yeah, I've seen it. They try and make out that he might have to kill that dog. Uh, you know the the new jo- the black the black gears. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. They like allude to he might have to choose between the dog in it, and Shavon was like, "If he kills this dog, I'm going. I'm leaving. I'm like, they're <laughs> gonna make John Wick kill a dog. <laughs> Trust me, that's evil. 
Um, oh yeah, back to the thing though. Tangent. Um, we'll catch up after about John Wick still. It was bad. One minute. We're on 44 minutes already. All right then, cool. Well, um, I guess the only other thing that really made me like look at things differently is um, the main thing about... Um, there's a lyric he says about, ah, oh, I can't, my man can't look out for me. He's got to look out for him. Like he's got to worry about what's on his horizon. And obviously being about 16, 17 at the time, that concept wasn't in my brain. It's yeah. like, ah, oh, your mates are ride or die. You yeah. get me? Like, that's a mad thing. Even like we talk about nowadays, we talk about girls or our partners being ride or dies. Cause obviously the friends you've got, they're ride or die. We don't talk about it no more. You know, they're the real ones in it. But back then, you was more concerned with man being right or die yeah, than girls every, being right or die. Every song I ever heard before this was like, my boys, the lads, uh, right or die, bros before hoes, mm-hmm. all that shit in it. Mm-hmm. And that was the first time I heard, like, handle your own business, basically. Yeah. And when I was younger, I thought, what, what's he talking about? Now I'm older, I'm like, yeah, you're on your own, aren't you, you really? see what? I'm like, let's just, I'll put it out there. I was a sensitive kid. I was that kid. I was that kid in primary school that cried when it like, when it got too angry and it. So to me, like I've always noticed, noticed bare tiny little slights, even stuff like when you've got a friend and you go to different secondary schools, you get me, your friend gets a new bestie. You get me? Yeah. It's like, to me, that was a betrayal. You get me? Everyone did it, but everyone felt the betrayal when their brethren got a new brethren. You get me? That happened to me because everyone was going like, we went King's Eve. Everyone was going... Uh, Wheelers Wheeler's Lane. Lane or, yeah. They wouldn't accept me. So I had to go to fucking Hall Green. Mm. I didn't know nobody. And then, like, obviously, me and Chin, we was like, we're staying in contact. But how are you staying in ten contact year old, when you're 10, innit? Yeah. Like, you look, I live But we didn't even away. have mobile phones back then. It was still pages and that. Oh, shit. I just aged us. Pages. <coughs> Trust me. But yeah, flipping, um, it's just a madness, isn't it? Like I say, to have to put your friend at that age to think, ah, oh, yeah. This, and this is when it starts really, 16, 17. That's when you do have to start looking out for yourself. Yeah, or even like, like I us, say, going we, into secondary school. We just went to, we was in college, isn't it? Yeah. So that's where society says, yo, you're on your own now. Yeah, yeah. It's not even mandatory education like, anymore. I thought it was mad that I didn't have to turn off. So mm. I just stopped turning off and they were like, what are you doing? We'll kick you out. And I was like, oh, okay. And I came back, pissed about a bit. It's just, too, I found it too much freedom in it. Mm. I was just like, not turning up. I had a car. I just did what the fuck I wanted. You must have been killing it, man. Bro, it was good days. <laughs> good days, yeah. Good days. But, um, yeah, i say that was, probably even out of the whole song, that was the biggest thing as an adolescent to say like, ah, oh, yeah, your friends have to go off and make new friends when they go to different schools. They have to deal with what's going on inside their own house. At that age, you're still comparing you think yourself to everybody rather than like trying to be different, isn't it? Yeah, definitely. So I think that was like a mad, a mad head fuck for me. I didn't see it as that. I saw it as like, if you got shit, you got to deal with it yourself. Like, yeah, that no aspect one else of it is too. backing you up. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And... I didn't realise it was true probably till I was about 25 or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I've always just chilled with people and like, you know, 
we got each other's back, got your back, got you. People yeah, just yeah, say yeah. it all the time, and, and then one day, I can't remember what happened, some shit happened, and you're like, you're. I might have, like, ah, oh, I think it was the first time I got lost my job. I'm like, yo, ain't nobody got my back, gotta go get another job. Yeah. And then that lyric just hit me, like, yeah. you gotta have your own back. To the absolute end. Now, 100%, especially as we're getting older and that you see it more now, like, obviously, I'm like, I went through something like, split with my baby's mum and that. You'd think if I was back in that mentality, it's like, you should have been down at my house. Yeah. Chin should have been down at my house. You know, yeah. like when, um, you know, the whole Liverpool debacle, when they went Liverpool, oh, and yeah. me and my girl kind of broke up then. You man was down at my yard like, that. Yeah. You guys call me in a heartbeat. And it's like, obviously, it was in lockdown when I did actually finish through there. We split up and that. Yeah. But like, if I was in the same mentality, it would have been, these men should be here now. And anyone that isn't at my house when I split up my girl or going out with me on a, on a pull when I split up my girl, they're not my boy. They're not down for me. Not even like that. I weren't like that about it. Yeah. But I'd be a bit butthurt. You get me? Did you feel like that? Nah, oh, not man. at all. I'm growing up now, bro. If you get yeah. me, it's like you've got a whole ass wife and a I'm mortgage. Say, you get me? I was on the, X, I was on the PlayStation. <laughs> the talk. Like, Chin's got three kids. You get me? It's like, <laughs> yeah. it's, it's different now. Man's got a, like, it can't come and like, because I've got a minor inconvenience. My man can't drop flipping feed times yeah. and bedtimes and shopping and all that. He's still got to do everything to keep his own house running the same as you. Plus, it? my missus was the COVID police. I couldn't <laughs> even go outside, innit? <laughs> yeah, for real, man. You had it hard still. I was, I was doing exactly what the government told me to do. <laughs> Until we got COVID, then she was like, yo, you're free. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. You know, but, like when uh, Aladdin frees the genie. Yeah. That was that. you. <laughs> <laughs> I was gone. But yeah, this is um, the whole album. We'll probably do the album one day. But this tune is just, a, again, I said at the start, it's a tale of two stories and it's a tale of now, nah, a tale of two perspectives. You can look at one situation or you can go through one ordeal and you can kind of, I don't know, it's up to you how, what happens after that. Yeah. And I think more than just the song in it, that's the ethos of the podcast, me and you, like, we've had to, I don't know, we have to be responsible for ourselves in it. Like our parents ain't the type that will just kind of bail us out or like even tell us what to do in it. We're yeah. just doing our own thing in it. Just do what you want. Yeah, for real. My mum's motto is as long as you're happy. Yeah, for real. So, mum. But I broke my leg. As long as you're happy, son, it's all right. <laughs> my mum's my mum's motto was uh, get a job or go college. Education or work in it. That's all. That was the like, two choices. Uh, go college, get a job, or I'll kick you out. And I used to believe her. And now I think how she kicking a wicked. She ain't never gonna kick you out, man. It. You're dumb. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. But yeah, that's it. That's it for today, I guess. I don't know. I don't think I've got anything else that's really like big about the tune or that changed my life or no. changed the way I looked at it. But I think Mike Skinner in general, like just like, seeing a Brummie up there. I know people like complain that he's not a Brummie, he's a Londoner or whatever. I but... used to I used to be that complainer. <laughs> like Dickens moved to London. Yeah, Dickens. but my man he grew up here, innit? Yeah, but like he? he grew up um not far from where I used to live. So we used to drive past his house like Yo, Mike Skinner used to live there. <laughs> he smoked a spliff in this park. <laughs> but now, nah, do you know what? It's uh, one of them things. You remember the old 121 documentary, the Risky Rules yeah. one? JK said in it, and it, I remember it, it just stuck in my head. Again, something I've seen that kind of changed the way I looked at things. It's like, ah, oh, we didn't have a Wiley in it. Yeah. Like Birmingham, the Birmingham scene didn't have a Wiley. And whatever I've got to say about that, 
we had not with regards to grime or whatever but birmingham as, as music like we had mike skinner that was one of the first people yeah. outside of like pop music and apache indian uh, <laughs> even though i don't listen to the music ozzy osbourne yeah 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 mike yeah yeah Kevin. yeah that's what i'm saying they weren't yeah they weren't do you know what i didn't even i had black sabbath weren't on my radar until i was about uh, 25 yeah. Yeah. I didn't know about him too. I, I knew there was a famous ones. dude who bit the head off bats and, and it? it was from Birmingham. But it's like, yeah. that ain't exactly a vibe flip. I went like, yeah, I can <laughs> bite the head off a bat one day. <laughs> I didn't even realise how big Black Sabbath were. But yeah, man, I think it was good for our generation to have Mike Skinner in general. It was and a- he's still like, now, now he's still, like we went to that show what, about four, three, four years ago. Yeah, yeah, just before and that. Like, that was... That was mad. Amazing. The amount of love that my man received from the man city. Just, he's just the one in it. And him. it was days as well. He weren't just there for the one yeah. day. He was there for a couple of days. So, yeah. But, yeah, man. That's it. us. That's, that, that is a vibe flip. That whole song just flipped the vibe for us. So, we're just going to pass that on today. And, yeah. What are we doing next time? The Jeez, first I think, episode of the Scrubs. I think next time uh, we're going to talk the about the first world. episode of Scrubs. Um, if you've never seen it, go and give it a watch if you want. I think it's on Disney still. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. But the music is not right. Yeah, the music so, is right. One of the main things it. about Scrubs is their soundtrack was crazy, and to the point where they lost what they lost some of the rights to some yeah, of the songs, so they long, had to change it when it went to Disney. Rights. And um, it don't it don't feel the same. No. I don't think. Don't I think hit. if I saw it for the first time, the scenes wouldn't have hit the way they, they don't hit. hit. Yeah, they don't no, hit no, hard. No. Like I was watching it before I knew, and I was like, this not you know when like. Something's different, but you yeah. can't put your finger on it. So I googled it, like what's going on, and uh, like half the music's been taken off. But I read that Bill Lawrence, the creators, he's trying to trying to get it, it back, get it back on there. Yo, that'll be sick. He said it don't hit the same. You see what there's? I don't mind it for sometimes, but then there's some iconic scenes yeah. where it's just not the same. But like, before we get into too 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 much into Scrubs, flipping um. Yeah, we're going to do the first episode of Scrubs for our second episode, for the second episode of Flip the Vibe. Um, Scrubs is a story about a doctor and it starts here on his first day. Um, him and his mate, who he's been friends with since med school and college and just about sort of their adventures growing up, life, being doctors. Obviously, we're not doctors. We didn't go to college <laughs> together or nothing like that. But there's something in their friendship that yeah. we feel like it's affected our friendship. Um, all the way through the show so it's, much that we bought matching keyrings matching keyrings yeah we'll make that our first post in it on Instagram <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah nah as much as the show's jokes it's like tongue in cheek but on on a sort of deeper level I mean yeah people say it and it's, it's hard for men to sort of talk and be vulnerable with each other and that kind of thing and they've got a lot of that in the show. And yeah, nowadays for this generation, for Gen Z and onwards, there's a lot of it on social media. A lot of it are people saying, yeah, men can, you know, be emotionally mature. Men can be emotionally expressive. But for our generation, we was like slugs, snails and puppy dogs tails, yeah. innit? Like we didn't, like, we didn't have any of that, like, that, uh, stop crying or give yourself to cry, cry about one just, of them ones. Oh, I said that to my daughter, you know. Really, <laughs> bro. Oh. If you ever become a parent, everything you heard, you'll say it. Really, guarantee ya, guarantee ya. <laughs> I said to her the other day, it used to be a fridge magnet in my house. Ask Chin, what part I know? Don't you understand? <laughs> Mom used to say it to me, and it was a fridge magnet. Really? <laughs> yeah, it's deep. Um, but yeah, Scrubs. 
it's completely and also like... Scrubs goes from one extreme to the other. One minute you're laughing your head off, next minute you're crying because yeah. some unexpected shit. Yeah, happens. one minute it's like zany, yeah. crazy, imaginary. The next minute it's um, if you know, you know. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, so. That's why Scrubs is on the roster. That's why it's been a big part of our lives. So we're going to talk about how it may have affected us or not how it may have affected us, but some of the perspective that we've learned from it and the way we're looking at it differently. So yeah, we've got a very emotionally vulnerable friendship and it's thanks to Scrubs. Uh, but that's it from us. D, anything else to say, bro? Uh, we out. All right, then we out. I'm going to go home and eat some food. Hit KFC if it's still open. It's always open. Nah, man. Sunday, bro. Anyway, let's flip the vibe. Hope everyone has a nice evening. Um, Yo, subscribe. Don't just leave us oh, hanging yeah. out here. Subscribe, subscribe review. like, review. Even if you hate it, five stars it and never come back. <laughs> nah, if you hate it, one star it so we can just start the beef on there, man. <laughs> if you ever seen South Park, we know about Trevor's axiom. <laughs> you know, like that. We're learning. We're learning. All right, man. We're out.